Hi guys, Juliana here. Welcome to another episode of Cherry Picking. Today's episode is all about football. Oh yeah, my pals Adam and Andrew are on with me again this week. We're going to talk about the college football playoff, the NFL coaching carousel, because you know, we got a lot of intel on that. And of course, we'll make some playoff predictions too. But before we get to all that, I want to tell you a quick football related story. Jimmy G Fever has been running rampant in the Bay Area, and let's be honest, all around the world, its effect on me has been particularly potent. A couple weeks ago, I made my whole family watch the one and only James Garoppolo mic'd up against the Tennessee Titans. You've seen it by now. He leads a game-winning two-minute drive. It's clinical and methodical and very dreamy. So my whole family is forced to watch it, including my older sister, Lissy. Hi. She is the quintessential casual sports fan. She plays fantasy every year, but like doesn't know who the players are. Say, for example, she has to guess who L. Murray from the Vikings is. What do you think the L stands for, Liz? Uh, LaShawn? Not quite. So anyway, we're watching this Jimmy G highlight and spliced in our clips of Jimmy's post-game press conference. He's wearing a white tee and a denim chambray. He looks great. When Lissy sees him, she goes, Oh my God, is he married? I say to her, Nope. Is he engaged? Nope. He got a girlfriend? Nope, I tell her. From what I can tell from the internet, there is no trace of lady friends anywhere. Damn, Lissy says. I know I'm engaged, but I would trap him. (laughs) She's getting married in October. A great show is coming your way, y'all. Let's get to it. It's a gloomy day in Oakland, but the sun is shining right here on this table because I'm with two babes, Andrew Spivey, Adam Boyd. Guys, you're my first repeat cherry-picking guests. Welcome back to the show. Nice. Thanks for having us, Jules. It's good to be back. Sun is also shining because today we're going to talk a lot about football. There's a lot of topics to get to with the NFL playoffs approaching. We just we had to get on wax. We had to talk about it. But before we get to the NFL, we're going to talk a little bit about college football. What we won't be talking about are the Alamo and Outback Bowls, where Stanford and Michigan both lost miserably. But let's talk about the college football playoff, because the Rose Bowl was awesome. So what were some of your biggest takeaways from that game between Georgia and Oklahoma? Boyd, start with you. I like the two running backs for Georgia. I They're like a two-headed monster mm-hmm. like i i can't wait to see what they do in the nfl their draft stock definitely rose up for me because i didn't really i don't really watch too much college football like, yeah when it gets down to the nitty-gritty than i do but yeah they were legit you're talking yeah. sony michelle and nick chubb nick gives me a chub when he runs the ball yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, it was just like georgia why are you even why are you even passing just give it to these guys yeah, every single time. Yeah. That quarterback's good, though. True freshman, Jake Ooh, Fromm, who impressive. I texted you about this, Boyd, has like a great highlight video from the Little League World Series where he's like, he's like two feet taller than everybody else. He's like really? pretty good. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So that, w- that was really cool. Guy, did you watch any of the games? Did you? I did. Um, I had a great time watching that game. I thought. You know, obviously love those two running backs. I was talking a lot about them going into the game. But I think the biggest thing from that game was Oklahoma's play calling at the end, mm-hmm. the second half. They mm-hmm. were, it was it was pretty bad. Like, they, they had a chance to, to 
just shut that game out and just take it away. But they mul- couldn't like step on their throats. Cl- yeah. yeah. They were like third and two. They threw like a wheel route up the side and like they got super conservative mm-hmm. once they started coming back. And then they were running like end arounds on like third and like there was some really bad play calling. Yeah. So I felt kind of bad for for Baker because he's pretty sick. Yeah, Baker is pretty sick. Gee, you're the quarterback guru, the cherry picking quarterback expert. So what are what are your uh, Baker Mayfield thoughts? I think he could be pretty darn sick in the NFL, honestly. You think he I could mean, be a starter in I the NFL? He could be a, I think he could be a starter for sure. Do you, boy? I mean, he's, he's Absolutely. obviously like, you know, most comparable quarterback to him in the NFL right now is Russell mm-hmm. Wilson, obviously. And I think he's not going to be – nobody's ever going to be as, you know, freaking hard to tackle mm-hmm. in the backfield. Slippery. Slippery than Russell, but – I think he could be similar in the way he makes plays and the way he, you know, extends plays and it can throw off of any foot or any mm-hmm. angle or any off balance. I think he could – I think he'd be good. I hope they just don't think he's too much like Johnny Manziel and have that come into the yeah. owners' heads too much. I think Baker would actually be, like, a very solid – I like, I would be very comfortable having him being, like, my backup quarterback because he's, like, tough as nails. He has, like, command in the huddle. He I mean, just seems like a – he's – in control, but I don't know like how well those characteristics necessarily translate into him as a starting quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, I think he's like a very underrated like he has some underrated arm talent. Like he can yeah. really sling that he can sling the rock like pretty pretty damn good. And I don't know how he how he works like in practice and stuff. I mean he has to be he he was like a top four Heisman finalist the last three years, mm-hmm. right? So like he's gotta be doing something right. And he did have a lot of talent with like Dee Westbrook and Samaje P. Ryan, E. James, mm-hmm. what I like to call him. I think he'll be solid as long as he he doesn't get caught up with like I know he he plays with a huge chip on his mm-hmm. shoulder, and which is great. Yeah, it's like and, an immeasurable yeah, thing about I, him. Like I have nothing wrong with someone who's super competitive, but I mean, he, when you're in the NFL, you kind of have to. There's a standard you have, you gotta like. Act like a, you gotta act like a quarterback too. Like there's no no yeah. one's no one's took over the league by grabbing his nuts on the sideline and, and doing choke <laughs> signs and doing you can't stuff grab like your that. Nuts as, in the NFL. Yeah, as the quarterback, like I mean, that's that's hilarious and I love it, but I just don't see it translating well with teammates right. and an organization like that. But as far as like talent, I I like him. I I wouldn't mind him being no. my quarterback or even a backup at first, yeah. but uh, Sure. I think he's got more talent than any of the other quarterbacks except for maybe lamar let's let's talk about the other quarterbacks because right before we started recording josh rosen announced that he was going to declare for the nfl draft and just down down the five or whatever freeway in la sam darnold also said he was going to declare for the draft but you think he out of baker mayfield sam darnold josh rosen lamar jackson you like who the best i think i like right now to make a immediate impact i think baker either baker or lamar jackson Mm -hmm. because you're going to probably be on a team that's not that great unless they get picked up in the later round or something. Yeah. But all, most of those teams have quarterbacks already. But I think if who is going to make a big impact, you know, more immediately, it's going to be one of them too. I think Darnold is going to take a while. I think he's, he's talented. He's got, you know, a lot of arm strength, but he makes a lot of mistakes and he doesn't. I'm just not totally sold no, on it. No, I saw Sam Darnold make some great throws this year, but also, uh, like, do a lot of – dumb shit yeah. and just like miss stuff shit. and i think he was just trying like 
you could tell from the beginning of the year this this dude was just trying to win the Heisman on every single. You play. think? I think yeah. he's like. And it's just it it doesn't work like that. Like he had so much hype, and I think he kind of wanted to live up to that. Mm-hmm. He was playing, reading his own clippings yeah, a little bit too at, much. Playing at USC, like you're gonna get that hype too. Yeah. Sure. Um, and even Rosen too. Like I know he was banged up a lot of the year, and I don't. I don't know. Like I like I like Rose. I like him. It's fun. What do you like about him, Andrew? Because I every think- time I mean I won't sit here and act like I've watched hours and hours of Josh Rosen tape, but what I have seen, I think UCLA has always been smoke and mirrors. Like I've never, they're all right, but they're not real. Absolutely. And so what? What I is? Think- what are the things that you like about him? I I could totally see him getting drafted by like the Giants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sitting his first year and then just becoming the next Eli. Like he's hella Eli-ish. He's fucking sits which in the is, pocket. Which is good he's and the bad. Pocket passer I think, in this draft. For I think sure. he's okay. the best pocket passer. He can't move, but he's got the best. Like sit in the pocket, have a strong, accurate arm, deliver. Like he's smart. Even though you know he started from when he was a true freshman. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's he's true. A super smart kid. He knows the position well. I think he could do really well. I just. If he's in a good place like New York or something, I don't know. He just reminds me of Eli, so mm-hmm. that's why I say that. But I think any any of these quarterbacks that end up with the Giants, they're the second pick, right? Yeah. So I don't know if someone might trade up to get that Browns pick at number one and take – it's going to be one of those two, I think, like Rosen or Darnold. Darnold. But I think the Giants, that is probably the one of the best spots they could end up. Because I think Eli's time there is over. Yeah. But they're going to get I want it. Eli to sign in Jacksonville, just side note. That would be cool. I think we can we can get to that yeah. later, I'd probably. Save that. Yeah. I don't know if he's any much bit. All right, go ahead. Because they're going to get they're gonna get in a new coach there, whether it's uh, McDaniels may, maybe get a, gets a shot, maybe he wants to get out of New England, try the head coach thing again. Or the, uh, the Eagles – Quarterback coach? Yeah, the quarterback coach. If John he goes, if he goes over DeFilippo. there, he can kind of mold those, one of those quarterbacks sure. into He's being, made a lot of waves this year yeah. because of the way he's been yeah. able to coach Carson Wentz and before he got hurt. And, and that's stuff. like the key for a head coach is to mold these quarterbacks. And Definitely. Yeah. Did you guys even watch the Sugar Bowl? I probably watched six minutes of it total. I, I was at work, so I was I had it on my phone. But it just it, it's it looked all like Bama. a typical, yeah. typical Alabama game. Yeah. Just, Punched him in the mouth and didn't really yeah. look back. So there. now we know then that the national championship is set. It's next Monday. It's Georgia. It's Alabama. I'm not going to be able to watch it because I'm going to be at the Warriors game. It's Clay Thompson bobblehead night, and uh, I got uh, I got tickets in section yes. 108. Oh. Santa brought them to me. But who do you guys like Lower in the bowl. national championship? Bama. 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 It's just so hard to like not pick them, right? If it was Oklahoma, I would have picked Oklahoma because the only chance. The only teams that have ever done good against Bama in the last, like, five years is a team with a crazy, super high-paced offense with an athletic quarterback. Yeah. And all Georgia has is their really good running backs and, you know, solid passing game. With their they coach. also have – the but other person I wrote – The other person I wrote down from the Georgia-Oklahoma game, though, was Roquan Smith, who was – I've got a big crush on him, and if he's sitting there at eight and nine, whenever if the 49ers get that pick or no, the Raiders, I the think the Raiders have to get him. I, I think that guy's a baller. I was um, I was raving about him yeah. during the he game. Kind of, he he was kind of getting caught in the wash in the beginning of that game, though. He was he was. It took him a while to kind of like settle in and then, and yeah. make. But I mean, I never really watched him before that game, and I, you could tell. You know, he won the Butkus Award. He's obviously sick. 
He turned it up but. in the second half. I mean, yeah, I mean that whole good. defense did, but he was really like the vocal point. I thought because I I, I'm a big Raider fan. I I was I had heard about him, so I was literally watching him yeah. the entire game. So He's, I, the guy can play. He can he yeah, can ball out, ball. and the Raiders need a damn linebacker. Among other things. What's what right. the last time the Raiders had a linebacker that anybody knew the name of? I don't even know. Kirk Morris? Kirk Morrison, yeah. I mean, they drafted Rolando, <laughs> exactly. Rolando McClain, Kirk, uh, and that yeah. was a disaster. It's, it's, For like four days? Let's get away from that. It's been a while. Okay, but let's move towards the NFL, and we're going to start ta- kind of talking about the NFL coaching oh, carousel because it's just been mm-hmm. spinning around the last couple days. Here's a list of coaches who were fired within the last week. John Fox out in Chicago. Jim Caldwell out in Detroit. Bullshit. Chuck Pagano out in Indianapolis. Ben McAdoo obviously was fired in the middle of the season with the Giants. And then Jack Del Rio was fired in Oakland. Bruce Arians with the Cardinals has retired. Out of all of these vacancies, which one to you, Boyd, is the most attractive one? Like I said earlier, I think the Giants is kind of the best spot. They have so much talent on offense with OBJ, Shepard. I like that tight end, uh, Ingram. Mm -hmm. And... They're like, like a historic franchise. Yeah, like, and and yeah, yeah, New York. It's it's like they're they're always in always in the tabloids. You're gonna see them on ESPN sure. all the time, and they're gonna draft a quarterback there, I think. And whoever they get as a head coach can kind of tinker with that. Like I said earlier, I think it's the end of the Eli era. They just have a lot of talent, even on that defense too. Yeah, like, yeah. That that team checked out early in the season, and well, because McAdoo lost control of the locker room, and they were just sucks. like, "We're mailing yeah. it in." Andrew, if you were like a desirable head coach, where would you want to go coach? Naming those places again: Chicago, Detroit, Indianapolis, the New York Football Giants, Oakland, and Arizona. All have vacancies. I'd probably say the Raiders. Mm. If How I, come? If, because I think even though they had a really bad year, I think they have the more of the more valuable spots mm-hmm. kind of filled other than their defense obviously yeah. they need DBs they need linebackers they could use another pass rusher although their their pass rush isn't horrible but just having a good o-line quarterback a who quarterback you know, who can you can that's trust that's the biggest yeah. thing there you got a top 10 quarterback mm-hmm. talent wise in the league for sure and Derek Carr and you got Amari Cooper Crabtree still has some good years in him. Mm-hmm. I think they're the closest of all those teams talent-wise to being, you know, playoff ready. I would agree with that. I think for me, with my Andrew Luck bias, if he's able to come back in the summer and you get word from the front office that he is healthy, I think to me that job in Indianapolis would be perfect for somebody like a Josh McDaniels or somebody, an offensive-minded guy to go in and, like, do work in there uh, with, like, a very – competent quarterback but most of what we've heard so far i think it's like a foregone conclusion that john gruden is going to take over the Raiders. that's why game. i didn't say the boyd Raiders. i need to know what are your thoughts on gruden returning to oakland as our go-to raider fan i think it's great i mean definitely definitely gives the city of oakland like we have a couple more years left mm-hmm. with them and i mean i'm gonna stay there as, as long as they're here and i love john gruden and he he knows quarterbacks. He yeah. knows how to fix quarterbacks, and that's what that's what they need to do is to yeah. fix Derek Carr because something 
I don't know if he was hurt. He was hurt. It was hurt. the play I'm calling. Just... It was I, I kind of blame the season on coaching just because Del Rio fired the wrong offensive coordinator. He kept the wrong defensive coordinator. They fire the defensive coordinator in the middle of the year. And then the defense ends up being decent. It still needs major upgrades. But, I mean, as far as, like, what they were last year. Right. Whatever. But, yeah, I think he just give it will give them, like, a like an attitude. Like that, and that, and that's what the Raiders lack too. They lacked like that Raider mentality. Swagger, to, yeah, yeah there it wasn't. It was not there. I think evident too was that Jack Del Real maybe didn't have. He didn't create the strongest like culture with around the organization, around the team, which I think is another thing that John Gruden is well, certainly going well, to be. Well, he got it. He got it back. Like his first couple of years, he got it back, and then they go twelve and four, make the playoffs, and then this year it just went. Poof. Yeah. And it's kind of the Mark Jackson thing. He he gets he gets the Warriors there, but they need something so the, to get them over that. And and that like it really sucks because he's a I love Jack Del Rio as a guy, mm-hmm. as a person. Bay Area. I don't think he's yeah. a I just didn't think he was a good coach. Yeah. I didn't think he was a good coach in Jacksonville. Um he was a good defensive coordinator in Yeah. I think the Mark Jackson analogy, I've actually been using that a lot too when people have asked me, like, what do I think about John Gruden? That I think that Jack Del Rio was like Mark Jackson in that he took the team maybe as far as they were going to go under his regime, but that they need somebody to kind of, like, push them up to the next level. And personally, I I think the city of Oakland, those fans deserve to have, like, some kind of, like, renaissance or make a big push as long as they're still playing in Oakland. And I think that Gruden could... Could that's, be that guy. Yeah, that's kind of – I feel like I totally agree. I love Gruden. He's, like, one of my favorite dudes in football. But I think it's also kind of a ploy for them to try to keep Raiders fans – Raiders fans oh, absolutely. as they go to, uh, go to Vegas. Yeah. They, they want somebody exciting like Gruden that everybody knows because half your fans in Vegas are going to be just, like, strangers. Who well, brand new. And like. I think the other thing, too, is, like – on the business side of it, I've heard other people who are smarter than me make this argument, but you know, you're trying to sell suites and season tickets and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And if you have somebody like a John Gruden where people are like, Ooh, you know, where he's just, you yeah. know, they, people know who he is. He yeah. has this history with the organization, that sort of thing. It would like get people excited. I think yeah. in both, um, in Oakland and in Las Vegas, but a lot of coaching turnover. It should be interesting. I'm sad about Jim Caldwell, and I just I wanted to sit, tell you guys my Jim Caldwell story on wax. So in 2015, I was working for the NFL and got to go to the NFL Combine, and I was really into my physical fitness at this time. And or maybe it was 2016. It was the 16 Combine, and so I was waking up before we would go to the Combine to work out in the hotel gym. And it's like Indianapolis is not that big, so you would. You know, I'm seeing Chuck Pagano at Starbucks or Belichick in the lobby or whatever. And the only other person in the gym at like 5.30 a.m. was Jim Caldwell on the elliptical, just moving it. Not a super high pace, but for an older guy, like he's getting his calisthenics in, whatever. And I would be like, hey, coach. Be like, hello. And that was it. I think his firing was... That that is complete BS. Do you think they're? I think they'll just. Don't you think they'll just hire Jim Bob Cooter or whoever it is that's running that offense? And then they're gonna be super Lionsy per usual. They went nine and seven. Like, uh, but they were not good. They were another like smoke I mean, and it, mirrors like, team. But he's a. Hearing that story now, anyone that ends up with him, I think <laughs> they've got a steal. Five thirty. He's on the. On he's the on elliptical. the elliptical. I love it. Yeah, it's working hard. 
Jim Caldwell, you heard it here first. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break to hear from one of our sponsors. When we come back, we're going to talk about the playoff picture. This episode of Cherry Picking is brought to you by Remember the Titans. That's right, y'all. We got Disney money coming in now. Just kidding. No one is paying me to do anything except walk their dogs. Anyway, after we recorded this episode, me, Adam, and Andrew watched the beginning of the movie when the T.C. Williams Titans, led by All-American Gary Bertier and Avon Barksdale, are at camp. And it was just such a delight. The team is bonding, starting to get through to one another. Sunshine shows up. You know I'm into him. It's funny and moving and great. I identify so strongly with young Cheryl Yost. It's one of my favorite sports movies ever. But it's not ahead of The Little Giants. By the way, listen to that episode next. Remember the Titans also has an incredible movie score and Denzel, he's not so bad either. So thanks Remember the Titans for sponsoring today's episode. Disney, Bob Iger, hit me up. I'm very available. Okay, back to the pod. The 2018 NFL playoffs are here. They're starting in the wild card this Saturday. First game we have is the Tennessee Titans at the Kansas City Chiefs, called by future coach in the AFC West, John Gruden. Who you guys got in this game on Saturday? KC, Kansas City. Yeah, I think it's pretty, like, it's a no-brainer. It should be the Chargers in in this game. That would definitely be a much more compelling game to watch Philip Rivers in Kansas City rather yeah, than Marcus suck. Idiota. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're really bad. What do you who do you think is the better quarterback in this game, Marcus or Alex Smith? Um, I like Alex. I like Alex as well. Completely different. Yeah, it's tough. That's a tough comparison. But, but I do like Alex. Sides of the I take longevity spectrum. over. But here's my question. Out of Alex, who would you rather have? Alex in a playoff series right now. Alex Marcus or Jimmy G? Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Yeah. Me too. Right now, yeah. Yeah. Jimmy G. Right now? I think the Niners should just – Jimmy G and Alex. I think the Niners should just get to play – take Tennessee's spot. We already beat you in the regular season. Just go in there. Just roll the dice. Why not? Make it more interesting. Playoffs a lot more interesting. Yeah. So KC is the four seed, and that'll determine whether or not they have to go into New England or Pittsburgh, but – I think that they're going to come out here winning this game. Yeah. Pretty pretty standard. Okay, the afternoon game on Saturday is the Falcons at the Rams. Who you got in that one, guys? I like that matchup. That's a tough, I like that one tough too. game. But I think the Rams come out of there. Yeah, I'm on the Rams side. I think they have more upside than the Falcons. They have a lot of talent, like – all over the place. I kind of have a, a Rams hard on right now. Where, a, like, I'm into them. They're I like what they're doing. On. They're a year early for sure. You think? I Absolutely. Like, yeah. It's from how Jared Goff and that atrocious team played the year before. Under Jeff Fisher. Now, and the defense is legit. You think about that. That's crazy. It was essentially the same essentially team. Essentially the best team behind the Patriots since they lost the, you know, the craziest comeback ever in the Falcons last year mm-hmm. and then the Rams who were like bottom five in the league last year. And now we're talking about the Rams are a better team. And I don't mean it to, to sound like it's going to be a blowout. Like, I think it's going to be a good game. The Falcons have, their offense has turned it up, yeah. but I don't, I don't think they have answers. The defense yeah. is too good. Like the Rams, Aaron Donald yeah. is, is the one of the best yeah. players in the Rams league. And you'll never really know. Good. Cause he's, he's an interior. And it's in LA. 
where the fans are just not like, eating it up. No, no. It's, it's not the fans, but just the Falcons just play so much better in their dome. You know, every and dome team plays so much better in their yeah, own dome. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Their their buttholes are a little more loose when they're in their own dome. You know, so loose. And Todd Gurley. And Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley, who was on my Falcons, fantasy team this year. Win the ship. You had to. the Falcons are yeah. habitual under. I think too, like Steve Sarkeesian this year has. I mean, it's talks. It speaks more to I think Kyle Shanahan and how good he was as the OC last year that Steve Sarkeesian this year has not done the same thing with essentially the same well, offense. I think, I think in his. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Don't get fired, Andrew. I think. <laughs> I think to his defense, there there is like a little grace period for that too, like. The Shanahan was there for grace period. It's the playoffs, dude. It's no, time to figure about, it I'm out. About the Playoff. season, like you're talking, you said the season wise, like as far as the season goes, they were not doing well. But if you look over the last like six weeks, the Falcons' offense has been pretty better, really yeah. good, and they've gotten Julio more involved. Like, yeah, that's always. I mean, that's there. If they're gonna win, they're gonna have they, they Julio's gonna have to have a big. Gotta game. throw it to him. They're yeah. so they're so blow or bust. I yeah. will say this. I in in some ways, I wish that the Rams had fallen to the four seed or in some ways they were the lower seed because I really do think that that team at this point could go into Philadelphia with Nick Foles and knock them oh, yeah. off as as the one seed so it's a mm-hmm. bummer that they're gonna have to play kind of Minnesota in the yeah, second round but we'll, we'll get to that so the first game on Sunday then is Buffalo at Jacksonville mm-hmm. who you like in this one fellas I like Jacksonville I cannot ever be on the same squad as Blake Bortles. You can, yeah. I he he has really shown his true colors the last few weeks. Like, no, he's played well the last few weeks. Oh, well, Andrew, are you oh, high? I watched watch him throw three picks against the 49ers yeah. in person. Okay, not he, the didn't, games. he didn't play well against the 49ers. But okay, their running game is solid. Their defense is the best defense. Neither of which have anything to do with Blake Bortles. Yeah, but you don't need the best quarterback in the league. You got them when you have those type of fucking the defense, defense and running game. But I think and in Gordon is he's so hit or miss. Like you don't know what he's gonna do. So that's I true. feel that like he could shit the bed and d- lose them the game. I will but always I just, bank on. I just think Blake Bortles bordling on himself. I think, yeah, I just think their team is better as a whole. Like, then, even with Blake, fuck. Yeah, the way that I sometimes look at playoff games a lot of times I think it's a fair thing to be like okay well who has the better quarterback it's going to be it's a playoff environment it's you know you're playing for your season it's all of these things it's elevated so if you look at who has the better quarterback I think it's fair to say that in most of the matchups that Blake will be in here on out he will be the weaker of I mean he's the worst quarterback in the playoffs and not to say not to say like Tyrod Taylor is oh my god amazing right over him but but he's solid and they'll be without shady but I I think they don't have shady. Yeah, he like fucked up his ankle. Oh, well, then definitely Jacksonville. What are we even talking about here? I don't know. I just can't. I can't bet on. It's the, at home. I cannot bet on the Jags. Cannot bet on the Jags. Okay, the last wild card weekend game is Carolina at New Orleans, which is a great Love matchup. It. Love that divisional rival. Saints have won both regular season games. In week three, they won thirty-four to thirteen. In week thirteen, they won thirty-one twenty-one. But I feel like it's very difficult to beat a team three times in a year. And the thing about the Panthers is that they're so hot and cold. They're yeah, so hit or miss yeah, yeah. that it, and, and on the road, it's yeah. hard to say hard one to way or the other, Superdome. but Boyd, who do you like in that game? Uh, the saints. I got to go with drew. Yeah. And 
Kamara, that Alvin. running game, Ingram, like that, that is like unstoppable. Yeah. And I know Cam, if he decides to play, he's a very scary athlete and he's, he won the MVP for a reason. Yeah. But he is just like his team. He's pretty inconsistent. We saw what he did last week against the Falcons in a pretty big game where they could have won the division. Mm-hmm. And he kind of, he laid an egg. I think I oddly feel like New Orleans has been kind of underrated this whole year and they have a fair like an underrated defense and still one of the best quarterbacks that's going to exist in this playoff field and that in even some ways ever ev- yeah and even in some ways that they're still sort of underrated so we like New Orleans I like New Orleans as well we like uh KC we like the Rams and then what did we determine in this Buffalo toss up for that well, Mar- Marte is standing right here. Who do you Buffalo like? Bus- Buffalo, Jacksonville. Pressure's on. I like Buffalo, man. Right, Jacksonville has cancer in their locker room right now. I don't know if you guys seen it against the Niners. Those guys were just yeah. exploding on the sideline. And yeah. it's like you can't go into a playoff game, especially if you're playing on the road against a well, – or no, they're playing home. at home. They're playing at home. But it's still, no. I, you got to go wait, Buffalo. The game's in Jacksonville. They closed okay. the year out so terribly, and Blake Bortles was really returning to his form. his natural form. His most yeah. Bortlish form. Yeah. But yeah. sidebar, I think the Jags are uh, – if they get Kirk Cousins or – Eli, Eli Manning. They're, they're – In business. They are there. I think you're under – I think you guys are uh, – I know Blake Barton has uh, been very bad this year. He's been very bad in a lot every of years. Every year. Career, career. Dude, no. he His – First couple years, his rookie he was year was not okay. That bad. His rookie he year was, was not okay. That bad, honestly. But expectations weren't high. Garbage I mean, it's a guy coming out of Central not Florida. That bad. I feel like he's garbage time. He's a, he's one of those quarterbacks that has he has a huge ceiling. He has a terrible floor. Like he could he can be very good. He could be very bad. You don't know what you're gonna get. But with that running game and a and a defense like that, it might I be think, good enough to beat Buffalo. I think it's gonna be good enough. If but they can you, were in Buffalo and there it was a negative 100 degrees, I'd take Buffalo for sure. But they're in Jacksonville. It's going to be nice, whatever. Buffalo is just not good enough for yeah. me to think. I think what Buffalo good. has going – I'm going to take the the Bills in this game just because I don't trust Blake Bortles at all. But I think the Buffalo too – like did you guys see that clip of them reacting in the locker room when the Bengals won? I mean they've – they're – they're on a high. This is the first time they made the playoffs since, like, 99. Since I was born. Yeah. That's, true. That's crazy. Yeah. They, they're going to come out excited. They're, they know that Blake Bortles is okay, garbage. Okay, the last time the fucking Jaguars won the, were in the playoffs? Like, when they were came into uh, existence, existence in, like, the yeah. late 90s, probably comparable so to the— They're pretty juiced, too, I think. I think Jacksonville is just as juiced. Nobody who was ever on Jacksonville last time they made the playoffs was is on this team now. So. I can't, Andrew. I like. I can't believe you're on the. the I can't believe you're on the Blake Bortles on the, train yeah, right now, dude. You're captaining Blake. Go down with the not, ship. Okay, he's not great, but he's not as bad he sucks. as we think he is. He throws the ball Tyrod is solid. He's not going to make a lot of mistakes, and yeah, he's going to be okay. Terrible. But if okay, if you switch their quarterbacks, obviously you'd take Jacksonville. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's a 22 people on the field at the time, baby. I know quarterback. He's got the ball in his hands, though, Key. But quarterback is the most important position, but only to a certain extent. I think Bortles has the better team, makes 
you know, gives them a better chance to win. That's fair. Okay. Marte has, we don't do a lot of research on the show, but but Marte has uh, come up with something. Lay it on us. Last time Jacksonville made the playoffs was in 07 and they beat Pittsburgh. They beat Pittsburgh and then they played New England in the next round and lost. Lost, lost only 20 to 31 to 20. So, you know. The history isn't going to give, no, 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 give them any hope in this one. I, know we've I, talked, think, we've talked I think you guys are underrating this Jacksonville D. I watched I the thing is about the Jacksonville defense and the reason it doesn't scare me at all is because I watched Jimmy Garoppolo go in there and rip him a new one. So That's just Jimmy G, baby. Jimmy okay, that's G will fair. do that to anybody that's on fair. the planet. That's fair. It doesn't matter. Who, you could put the Monstars on defense, and Jimmy <laughs> G will still slice and dice. Let's move on. All right. Let's. So let's talk about the path to the Super Bowl a little bit. Getting so stuck on a team that doesn't, that's going to lose to the Patriots in the second round. round. Maybe win the uh, Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, God. Andrew, get out. No, just kidding. Okay. So uh, New England, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Minnesota all have the buys this week. So they're going to play whatever the, however the seating figures out itself out. Boyd, I know you filled out a playoff bracket. Talk us through who you have eventually getting to to Minnesota and winning super the Super Bowl on I believe February 4th. All right. So I have the Saints winning, so that would match them up against the Nick Foles led Eagles team, which I mean, that's that's an easy way through. The way Nick Foles looked in week 17 and it just I mean, since Carson Wentz goes down I mean, has not Boyd, been great. He played one good game against the the, the Giants, but I mean, I saw him play against the Raiders, and the Raiders looked like an actual defense. So and not a good sign not for a good the sign Eagles. For that. Um, the Eagles' run will end there, and then the Rams-Vikings. That's the matchup that would. That's a tough. I mean, tough draw for the Vikings. And I kind of went back and forth on this one. And a it's a times. tough draw for the Rams too. I mean, they've got to yeah, go into Minnesota in the cold. Well, I guess they play in a dome now, but. I don't know who they're gonna. Have. Yeah. The Eagles' hot start definitely kept them in the one seed yeah which i mean sucks for the rams because they could have got a better draw anyway well, and how gr- i mean carson once was putting together an mvp season too that yeah for sure i got the vikes winning that game at home i know they played at home earlier this year and that was a pretty good game mm-hmm. um two really good defenses with decent quarterbacks yeah yeah comparable comparable case keenum played really well this year J- we all know jared goff had a really good uh, bounce back year yeah Andrew called that last year. I was not on the golf bus. Andrew has loved Jared Goff since he came out. Pretty much every quarterback of, uh, you know, wrapped over the last couple of years is just balled out of control. Yeah. So, so when Blake Bortles wins Super Bowl MVP, Boyd and I will eat our words yeah. on wax. We yep. promise. On wax. You better eat your um, so into the AFC, the Bills would play against the Pats. The Pats are going to win that game. I think so, too. But it's a tough out. It's a tough – they play them tough. It's a tough oh game. But it's they'll not – Only it's tough because it's a league game. That's what I'm saying. They play them. They always play They've got them. a little bit of a gritty defense. It's Stop like a divisional it. thing. I'm Stop not saying it. they're going to win, but I'm just saying it's a tough out. Yeah. I, I, they're, not, than, they're not bending over. Oh, my God, you guys. It's tougher than a team of the Bills caliber if they weren't in their own league. So there's a chance. Chance. Such a slight chance. I still got like point Okay, five. and then you have then you have Kansas City going to Pittsburgh. Another intriguing matchup. They played last year, yeah, in the playoffs. James yeah. Harrison got held again. Whatever. Yeah, they did. Um, I don't research. Definitely for the show, a good. Boyd. Definitely a good matchup. Uh, Steelers without Anto- a- a- B- Antonio A B. I saw him jogging Brown. on a treadmill yeah. recently. He's not gonna player. play though. 
take, and he's not going to be an X factor. But I think the Steelers still have a lot of a lot of weapons. Juju Smith Schuster, he was legit this year. Yeah, I'm really into Juju. USC mainly because sometimes you guys call me that too. Um, so. Yeah, I think the Steelers win that. I mean, I, I've had the Pats. I've had the Patriots and the Steelers in my AFC championship since, like, week we, 12. Yeah. And it still kind of looks like that. Yeah, definitely. Let's not forget, Big Ben is still a quarterback at in Pittsburgh. So, he's legit. Should probably be the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl winner, to me, I think is coming out of the AFC because I think yeah. it's going to be the Steelers or the Pats. The NFC is a little more wide open, I'd yeah. say. Yeah, NFC's Just a, it's start. been a weird year for the NFC. Yeah. But, so, Boyd, who's your Super Bowl pick? Um, I have the Saints. Really? I have the Saints going into Minnesota because the Vikings always – Then why is Pat circled on your little notepad over there? I have there? them going to the Super Bowl. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Don't but you be, have the – Don't be peeking my notes over here. <laughs> ah, look at your <laughs> cute little handwriting. <laughs> um, so you have Pat, I got, Saints. I got the Saints going into Super Minnesota Bowl 52. and beating them because history has always seemed to repeat itself and the Vikings seem to always choke in the NFC Championship at home whether it's yeah. it's probably going to be a missed field goal uh, it's Blair Walsh RIP we remember who's the other guy Gary Anderson 15 and 1 uh, yeah God. we remember that no. but I honestly think the Saints have a good they're they have a really good squad they're built for this because yeah. uh, their running game is is solid they've, they've got a good running they've game they've got, got a really Lee good Hammond. defense and they've got a very competent great quarterback and I think that that's a recipe yeah. for success in the and playoffs and let's not Let's not underestimate Sean Payton. He's a really good coach too. Yeah. And that you got to have a good coach. Not saying Mike Zimmer's not a good coach. Yeah. I just don't think they're ready yet. It's because be an exciting game though. It's a quarterbacks league, and I'm gonna Case. take. I'm sure. gonna take Drew Brees over Case Keenum. Sorry, where Case. Is that game, where would that game be played? Would that game be played in Minnesota? That would be played in Minnesota. Oh. And if if the Vikings did win that, that game, they'd so play the Super Bowl in their and, uh, home stadium. Yeah. That's kind of weird. I, yeah, I don't see that happening. I don't know. Vikings are – I think the Vikings are underrated because they don't have any star power. Yeah. And nobody really thinks about them, but they just keep on winning. And their defense has been good for a few years. They've got Case Keenum, who nobody gives a shit about, but he's been playing really well all year. And they got Thielen, Diggs, McKinnon. Latavius. Or Latavius, who are all, I mean. Competent. Yeah. Very competent. I think if this game was being played in New Orleans, I'd take Saints 100%. But because it's in Minnesota, I think Minnesota's got a, I, I, I think this game, to me, is pretty 50-50. I don't know who to pick. It's all null, though, because the Pats are going to win another Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm, I'm it, my it Pats are my Super Bowl pick, too. It. I don't want it. I, I mean, it, it really sucks to say it. But I really believe that. That's, I mean, you can't bet against. Yeah, Tom. it's tough. Andrew, who's your Super Bowl pick? My Super Bowl pick is gonna have to be the Pats as well. I wish I had somebody more exciting to pick, but you look at the NFC. I don't see anybody in there who's as good as the Pats. The only, the only threat, real threat to the Pats I see is the Steelers. Mm -hmm. If Ben plays extremely well and that that. Pittsburgh defense that's gotten a lot better holds up, but the Pats have no injury. They have no injury worries right now. Steelers don't have AB. If the Pats and Steelers were playing in the AFC Championship, though, don't you think 
like Antonio Brown's calf or whatever it is that's gnawing at him would be okay. But he returns to be the same Antonio Brown that took over the league? No. Uh, Not going to happen. Marty, even with Antonio. Marty, you're here. What, who's your Super Bowl pick? The Pats. Come on. Ew. Ew. Who have we become that we've, we're four, four we're picks for the We're for realists. The Pats. You think I want to say that? You know what? I'm a Patriot sympathizer, so. Oh, oh my God. I know. I know. But I like Sympath- Belichick. I like Brady. I love Gronk. Sympathize, though. Julian Edelman, Jules. Just say like, supporter at that point. No, no, no. A sympathizer. Like, There's nothing to sympathize about. I'm not rooting about. for them. There's nothing to sympathize about being. You shouldn't have sympathy for a team that took over the league our whole lifetime. Well, it's almost over because Tom Brady's, I don't know, 45 now. Is it? Well, he's rubbing avocados on his ears and nose, so he's (laughs) going to be playing for a long time. All right. You guys have anything else? Any remaining remaining thoughts you didn't get out? If Tom Brady wins MVP, which he might, and then he wins the Super Bowl, there's only a select few folks that have done that. So does that solidify him? As the goat, he I think is he's. Already. I think he is already. Okay. Okay. We'll never Fair. see that again. What he did. Pretty much the entire last year. But do we think then? I mean, Tom's forty now. Say he wins MVP and Super Bowl MVP and a sixth Super Bowl this year. Is any like I'm out? Mic drop. Mamba out. No. Or no. No. I think Tom's kind of crazy, and he's just gonna keep playing and like till his arm Excuse falls me, off. We we actually we've been forgetting to say. 40-year-old MVP of the league this year, Tom Brady. Yeah. He's the MVP of the year. Not Todd Gurley? No. His new logo needs to be a goat eating avocado toast. (laughs) It's not a bad idea. You heard it here first. Okay, guys, we'll be back maybe, Maybe. probably. Maybe. Maybe. To talk about some other stuff. Maybe we've got to get some hoops talk on here too. Oh, I would love Um, hoops. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Andrew, who's been your best daily fantasy NBA player this year? Who's your MVP? My best player this yeah. year? Oh, geez. Uh, that's pretty rough. Who's been, like, secretly this, okay. great for you? My go-to who is not – okay, this is going to sound super random because he's somebody that you don't want to play very often. Okay. But when he's in the right position, you play him because he has this huge roof and he has the potential to just go the hell off. Okay. It's the man with the worst hair in the league, Alfred Payton. This man be going off. I'm telling you. You play this man in, in Daily Fantasy in a tournament. He's going He crazy. has the potential to give you 60 what, fantasy what's points. What's the matchup Alfred Payton year. has to be in for him to go off? Like when, There's what? a few. There's a few. But it's usually like a high-paced team that he's playing. You know, maybe Phoenix, maybe Houston. Golden maybe State. Golden State. Maybe someone like that. Because he, he'll put up 15 assists and he'll have – 15 points mm-hmm. and he'll have like seven rebounds and a few steals and he'll give you like 60 fantasy points and you're like oh shit all right well that that was just an extra tidbit for for our cherry picking listeners for you potential DraftKings uh players come on over it's pretty fun all right don't get addicted though it's, uh, it is gambling <laughs> thanks andrew for the psa for for boyd for andrew for daniel Marte, i'm julian allegrati this has been another episode of cherry picking we'll talk to you guys again soon
Thanks so much again to Adam Boyd and Andrew Spivey, my best pals, for joining me on the show today. And thanks to our friend Daniel Marte, who you heard a little bit at the end and who played a very quiet game of Madden next to us while we were recording. A game he lost, by the way. Just had to say it. Thanks to Ben Sound for the sound in your ears right now. Thanks to Remember the Titans for being an all-time great sports movie. As always, if you like what you hear, make sure you follow Cherry Picking on Twitter and Instagram. Tell your grandma and friends from middle school to like it on Facebook. And while you're at it, throw me a follow as well. I am Family Jewels across all platforms. That's Family, G-I-U-L-S. I will talk to you guys again soon. Beat the Patriots. Get the fuck out of the house. I'm just saying, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a good game.